What's up, everybody? It's Des at Craft Trading, and this is Wrecked. Hello and welcome to Wrecked Podcast. I am Bunchu alongside my esteemed colleague and co-host, Chamber. Chamber, how you doing? I, that was maybe one of the sweet, smoothest intros we've ever heard. Not even close. It's a top three out of 270 episodes. Like I'm getting better you know, there's not, uh, there's not too many people that get it right on the first try like that. But uh, I think that just goes to show that... Um, Des Des fits right in with us here at the Rex Podcast crew. Um, but uh, we how how are you, Chamber? Before we get started, I um, I boycotted my local grocery store or my neighborhood grocery store. Uh, so I, I ventured further Why? away. It's too long of a story. Years of malfeasance, and it's I don't want to talk about it. Uh, like, so are there exp- short expiration dates? Uh, you know, feel like the quality of the grocery dented store. canned foods. Yeah, or, a lot what of are we talking here. Bare bare shelves sometimes. Like I'll go. It's like, do you guys not get inventory anymore? Like, what's happening? Um, and then I feel like I'm paying too much for the quality of the grocery store. Mm. Where you can go to a higher end grocery store. Trader Joe's, if you will, uh, and pay basically the same amount. Uh, so very upsetting. I went to a new grocery store today, but because tomorrow is Good Friday, mm-hmm. um, everybody loses their mind the day before a long weekend. Uh, so yeah. the new grocery store that I went to was absolutely chaotic. I didn't know where anything was. So I was hoping Look, to be back. This sounds you know, like totally home. your fault. This just know, sounds like a self-inflicted I'm just problem. stressed out right now, man. <laughs> um, but no, overall, I'm at about a seven. So well, um, <laughs> that, that's good. We have a very special guest with us today. Uh, he, if you've listened to us on our new show, The Mint Condition, you have definitely heard Des before. If not, we wanted to bring him on and have him get to know the wrecked crew. So we have Des from Craft Trading. Des, how you doing, buddy? Oh man, it's a it's an honor to be on here. I admire everything you guys do, especially for the crypto community. So you know, this is the thing that started it all for you guys, and uh, I'm just honored to be on the show today, and and hopefully, you know, inspire some of your listeners to maybe check out the Mint Condition. We got some exciting things over there, and uh, they should definitely check it out. That might be the nicest thing anyone's ever said about us. We too. really gaslit them up. <laughs> <laughs> That might be you can the, send your check to my address. For, for <laughs> perfect. Uh, I, I owe you a couple of top shop moments now uh, when gifting returns, which may yeah. never be. But anyway, so we've got some exciting things to talk about today. We're, I mean, we're going to get to know Dez. So Dez yeah. is interesting because if you have heard us on the Mint Condition, you know that we talk about uh, sports and collectibles and the nft side of all of that how the real world and physical world meet we did a really cool show with zed run uh this past week but uh des kind of fits into both crews here so he is a uh also a crypto 
enthusiast as well. So we wanted to kind of bring him on, hear his backstory, and uh, and just just uh, ch- chop it up a little, if you will. So um, let's start with the origin story of Des and craft trading. So um, where did you kind of get uh, you know your start in the whole space in the crypto space? Yeah, I don't think, you know, my path is very different from from many other people in the sense that, you know, when I talk to people that have gotten into crypto and, you know, now NFTs, they have a similar pathway. And it usually stems from some sort of maybe online sports gambling or just venturing into kind of new technology. And that's for many people, that's what crypto was. And so I personally... uh, you know, was was into sports gambling, and I was looking at the withdrawal process, and I could either do it to to a check, e check, or I could do it to crypto. And at the time, I think it was just Bitcoin. Um, and I took that opportunity. I said, "Oh wow, it's instant transfer. It's fast. It's something I've always wanted to be interested in. Let's just do the you know crypto uh, exchange." And it worked out perfectly. I, I held it for a little while, and this was a few years ago when we were seeing that uh, previous spike. And, you know, I think I got in at maybe 5,000 per Bitcoin and it shot up to 12 really quickly. And I was like, oh, man, this is something I need to look into more. And so, of course, the timing of that with a little bit of the crash and ICO crash, um, it, it was bad timing. But as as, you know, we turned into COVID uh, times this past year, I was looking for places to, to reinvest some of my money. I had some capital and I thought, you know what, the best times to invest are usually during downturns. That's when the, the, big, the big dogs, the whales make their money the most. And I thought, you know what, let's look at crypto. It was at a great time. And uh, I got in yeah, at the right time and, and watched that portfolio grow over the next, you know, six months. And I think a lot of us who have had crypto have been more apt to jump into the NFT space because we bought these, we, we bought this crypto at a time where it was much lower. Now it kind of seems, I always talk about this. It kind of seems like funny money, you know, play money, play playing with the house's money. And so that's why I think it gave me the confidence to jump into some of this NFT stuff, uh, invest in, in things like Zed run um, where your, your ETH goes a long way. And uh, yeah, so over, you know, I've, Found Top Shot a little bit late, but fairly early. Got invested in that, did pretty well, and now I am, you know, all gung ho on on some NFTs. With uh, Chad and Joe here, I've I've aped into a few different uh, NFTs that you know maybe I should have, maybe I shouldn't have, but um, <laughs> it, it's all been fun. And now I'm I'm really high on this uh, Zed Run platform. So yeah, that's that's, that's my cool. origin story. Uh, yeah. The funny thing about that is you and I must have uh, crossed paths in another life. We literally have the almost the identical it's the metaverse. Yeah, it's the metaverse. Like, we're we're just the same person in different universes. It, it's totally like you and I almost have the exact same timeline. Uh, I did the same thing. I was uh, betting on sports and same thing. Cash out in the crypto and. I must have literally only been a couple months before you. I think it was around eighteen hundred to two thousand bucks at the time that I got in in twenty seventeen. And um, how did Des get in before me? 
Uh, well, look, man, it's the sport. You don't you don't bet on sports. That's why. I guess not. <laughs> I guess and, not. And that I mean, that's why. There you go. Um, it, it's funny. It's either you know, Ch- Chamber and I have talked about this a while uh, for a while, but it's it's either someone has a story like us. Or they got in mining Doge back in like 2013. Like those are like the two ways that people get into crypto. But I think you're totally right when it comes to, uh, you know, the NFT craze. Um, and I mean, I think Chamber can attest that uh, he, he throws around his ETH like it's Monopoly money at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not not. But um, Chamber, you need a financial advisor because <laughs> I was on the phone with my financial advisor. It's my new financial advisor. Is that guess, oh, who at Ledger Status? No, no, a real certified. I guess I can't really say his name, but it's a hilarious name, which I will tell you uh, offline. But it's uh, uh, the only thing I can tell you is it's the name of a very famous TV character. And I have trouble not bringing it up in front of them. I haven't brought it up in front of them yet because I feel like Peter Griffin, financial advisor. <laughs> Homer Homer J. Simpson, financial <laughs> advisor. It's that level. It's that level. Wow. Okay. Um, yeah. So I'm like, uh, so yes, but I was on the phone with him today. Um, we came up with some strategies. I think that might work. Uh, Number one, don't throw ETH at illiquid <laughs> NFTs. I said, I have a stable of horses. Uh, <laughs> and he's like, oh, that's great. I know a lot of people that are diver- diversifying into you know, equine assets. And you're like, well, no, I don't think you quite understand. Are you familiar uh, with NFTs? Uh, here's the Saturday Night Live sketch to highlight what it is. By the way, I am very proud to know that I own an NFT that was featured in that Saturday Night Live sketch, which was pretty cool. Amazing. Uh, so shout out to Brian Brinkman, who is the artist uh, that does uh, that did the NFT that I own. I got that through the whale community drop, which was pretty cool. And he apparently did a ton of work with with the whole making of that uh, the whole making of the sketch. Like he even made, I think, some of the fake NFTs that were really that. yeah, it was pretty. So that's pretty cool. I mean, you can't ask for anything better when you own NFT art, right? To be featured in Saturday Night Live on something you own. That's crazy. Uh, To touch on what Des was saying earlier, um, you know, we were, I I didn't realize people saw it in two different lights, but, you know, you were saying that, you know, NFTs and crypto kind of go hand in hand. Uh, I've always kind of just, I had that assumption that NFTs was, was just crypto. Um, and it sounds I think like it was to us, like, you right. know, I, I mean, mean, it just was crypto. Like I thought it was just crypto. I didn't right. realize people didn't think of it as crypto. Well, you know, I'll let Des to give his perspective, but it's like to us, like there was nothing. We've always been so deep into crypto that like top shot made NFTs, something aside from crypto. You know what I mean? Right. What do you think about that? Des? Yeah, no, I, like I said, I personally view them in, in parallel. Um, I think the, the community right now around crypto is actually, you know, I would say quite a bit larger than NFTs, right? It's, that's the logical progression for me is, is to get into to crypto, to understand it, and then get into NFTs. I don't see too many people being interested in NFTs, going out and figuring out how to get a MetaMask and get, getting crypto into their, their wallets, and then going, you know, there has to be some sort of progression. Um, 
I think the, the utilization uh, of the two is very different. Um, that, that's where I agree. Uh, you know, NFTs are essentially collectibles. Now, where it gets really interesting is to the space that we're, we're embarking upon, which is extreme utility with these collectibles collectibles and we'll talk about you know zed run and, and things like that but when you can when you can you know make money on your collecting and and skill um in these in these kind of different projects that's that's where it becomes very interesting i think you know hardcore people into crypto that you know do staking um that that is a little bit different and they may be in that space for for different reasons but like i said i think the two are super parallel there's no question that they're connected um and i eventually think a lot of people will cross over both ways i think it's so interesting because i've had friends that are you know we, we would describe them as normies right like the i've had the no coiner friends that have wanted to come into crypto and you know the cryptocurrency aspect the altcoin the bitcoin aspect and then i've had friends recently that want to get into top shot and zed run and some nfts and it's interesting to see the difference in par like in why and who wants to get in for what reason, right? I think at the end of the day, everybody wants to make money and they want to be early on on things, and uh, which you know may or may not be the best motivation. I'm guilty of that as well, and that's sometimes led me down uh, probably some poor decision making. But uh, you know, I think NFTs are something that. Like for me personally, I've kind of changed my entire way that I look at or my investing in crypto, my investing in crypto, because just because it, the NFT space is so much more fun to me, like it resonates with what I like to do as hobbies or gaming or things like that. And I mean, like, there's no doubt chamber i you know i'm not a good trader like it's not a thing it's i'm not a i'm not somebody who wants to <laughs> like learn how to really trade like that was never my thing and you say um, that like one of us is a good trader i mean not no uh, no I, it's just <laughs> no, not, not it's just trader. not my it's just not my passion of crypto you know what i mean and i yeah, feel no, like I mean. uh, and i feel like you know i was into nfts uh back you know, a couple years ago in some aspects, not like it is today. And I think, you know, part of it was, okay, is this ever going to take off? And I think I was a little impatient there. You know what I mean? But mm -hmm. um, like all that, it's always fascinated me. I just was never as involved in it. And now you see it uh, and I'm like, wow, okay, uh, this is more me. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. what do you think about that chamber as far as uh, who kind of each of these spaces might appeal to and uh you know you're because i feel like you're i feel like you're the least nft guy of the three of us i would moment. agree with that yeah 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 no, absolutely um i mean we, we a, argued about crypto punks last week yeah um <laughs> and for the record um i was uh, i was chatting with ledger and he thought that uh you were right in saying that uh that crypto punks would hold their value yes. over the kind of the next five years but I'm pretty sure he's just a bag holder. So I'm not really taking his, <laughs> I'm not really taking, I'm like, I'm pretty, he's like, Does, well, I don't know if he even owns a punk. 
he was talking like somebody that owned a punk. I'll put it that way. Uh, <laughs> I don't own a punk. <laughs> uh, but uh, he was saying that uh, um, the punks would last, uh, I think, longer than even Top Shot. So I thought that was an interesting take. Uh, I, I made my, I, I made yeah, my arguments for Top Shot, though. Yeah, they'll be I mean, different, right? Because there's going to be more... Vo- more top shots like e- even just on flow and dapper right like mm-hmm. and they're still only going to be the and i think this is what my point was the historical aspect of the punk thing is yep. is a big deal i think to people but so keep going on that like so what so, what is it about you know well, I, 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 that- I actually want to bring up what i've been noticing um and it kind of reminds me of like generational issues that we have with like you know our oh, parents you're basically going to talk about how you're a boomer no no not why well, i am a boomer <laughs> but uh uh no not not that specifically is what i notice in with crypto people is typically the person that person that's been in crypto longer uh you'll see a lot of bitcoin maximalists right a lot of times they've been they've been in crypto maybe prior to 2017 we'll say um and then you have this new old, you know, the, the new or the new boomer for crypto, which is people that kind of got in in maybe 2017 or made a lot of money in 2017. And they're still, you know, they didn't really get into DeFi that much. Uh, they, they, they are not getting into NFTs. So you kind of have now that's like two groups. You have like the Bitcoin maxis. Then you have kind of like that, those 2017 maxis that are pumping particular coins or bags from that era. Never got into DeFi. Now you have the DeFi people that are, Still Bitcoin, you know, they still like Bitcoin. They still like the old stuff, but they're big into DeFi. They may or may not get into NFTs. And now you have NFT people, uh, which may have done all three of those, or in this case, a lot of them are maybe new to crypto. Um, so I find it funny as the as the next trend comes, we we lose some of those crypto people along the way. Uh, I don't know if you're noticing that, but that's, that's kind of what I've been noticing lately is a lot of, you know, quote unquote OGs, um, are, are maybe sometimes a little a little bit more, you know, um, apprehensive to to change uh, in the crypto space. Well, you kind of also want to. I mean, I not necessarily think I blame them, right? Like, no, you want to no. you want to stay specialized. It's it's kind of hard to learn everything about something new, right? Like, you know what I mean? It's the, it's, the only argument I would say there's there, a learning curve to all of this stuff. Like, there's a huge learning curve in DeFi. Like if you're but not that's where the money is though. The, in my opinion, the money is in the next thing, right? Like yeah, DeFi, you could have made money. And look, the earlier, the earlier you're in, the better, right? Absolutely. I think that's why we all kind of, part of the reason why we all like Zed right now is it feels so early. It seems right? like a fresh one. Yes, but there's going to sure be, does. you know, there'll be something after that, that ideally you want to be early in. Um, and I think a lot of people, you either go one of two ways. You either, uh, you either fall in love with something and you stay in that, in that speed or in that level for as long as you want, or you're a person that sees kind of the next thing coming and par- tries to participate as, as, as quickly as possible. And that's I what I try like, to do. I feel like those I'm people sometimes interesting. get wrecked. <laughs> That's how you get wrecked. You guys got to use the the wrecked. Uh, no, we don't have to. It's just, it's just <laughs> at re- least once. It's just a Perfect. recurring theme on this show is that somehow one of us is always getting wrecked. But anyway, yeah. go ahead, go ahead, Des. Um, one of the things that I find so interesting is I was listening to Cuban talk about it uh, as this was booming, and and we've we've begun an era where it's no longer important to really understand. <laughs> 
it's it's a very spray and pray mentality as cuban would put it um but just being first is now a little bit more important than than having the knowledge in the background um so it's 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 very interesting uh and what that does and how you know how that can stabilize over time but I think you're right. We're always looking for the new next thing. Um, I do still think, you know, crypto and NFTs have a very symbiotic relationship. Um, I, 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 I was talking to you guys earlier about, you know, having assets in both and it gives me some sort of security. And, you know, whenever I see the market trending up in, in crypto and I think, ah, oh, I don't have enough assets built in crypto right now. I think back and go, well, you know what? I have those same assets. They're just wrapped in NFTs right now. And as long as those go up, then I still have a good amount of, of crypto. And so I like that balance of it. I like kind of hedging my bets. I've always been that way as a person. And so I think if, if anything, um, for those you know who are hesitant to jump into the NFT space, just look at it as an alternate investment in, of your crypto. Um, so, yeah. I do think... Uh... You made a you made an interesting point there about like what Mark Cuban is talking about as far as the the spray and pray thing. I feel like that's kind of how you know venture capital is, right? Like you get all these uh, you know a venture capitalist might invest in a hundred companies and two of them hit it big, right? And they fail on all those other companies, right? And because they were early on those, and because they were the ones that you know, invested and took the shot, they're the ones that get the, you know, that makes up for all of it. Right. And I feel like some, some way like crypto in this, you know, kind of space where, where Chamber is talking about it, where it's, you know, some people have made a lot of money. It allows some people like it allows a, a little, a fair bit of that. It's almost like you're your own venture capitalist at this point, right? Where you're investing, you're investing in the next altcoin, uh, or you know, you're investing in this NFT project, and you're right. you're being your own. Like y- while you're not buying shares, right? Like that's we're not buying shares. You're either buying assets or tokens or whatever, and um, we're all with all the same goal, right? Like. I don't think Chamber, you're really investing in Sam coins for the use of Sam coins. You want no. to make I'm money trying to catch. I, I'm just trying to catch the next, you know, big thing. I feel like right? you were fairly early on your Sam coins. I, I, I feel like I was too. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Now <laughs> but, we're uh, now we're seeing airdrops every single day. Ooh, where it's, I think it's uh, just, well, you know, I don't even want to talk about it. Just the fact that there are airdrops. Um, just bodes very well. Uh, I don't even want to. I don't even necessarily want to get all of them. Just the fact that there's lots. Well, of I'm them pretty pissed. Gonna... I missed this cope one. That one, I'm definitely. There was uh... definitely some money on the table, uh, from what I'm hearing. It was, it was like worth four thousand bucks. <laughs> you know how many horses I could buy with that? Like at least one, one, one <laughs> like good one. Good horse. Maybe one good horse. <laughs> like one good horse. Oh man! All right, let's talk about let's talk about Zed Run because we did our mint condition show on it. We're uh, the other day we talked to the founders, but if you haven't listened, some people may not. I'm going to drop it. Uh, I'm going to probably drop it in the uh, on this RSS feed uh, probably over the weekend. Oh, so now, that, now that you've got yeah, now that you've gotten to know Des, you'll be able to hear him uh, on our show asking intelligent questions. Yeah. To, uh, <laughs> 
to Zed. I was gonna call him Red Run again to Zed Run. <laughs> I had to listen to the episode a couple of times. Like, did I fuck up and say Red Run? You're, uh, you're gonna have to. I kept I kept messing up and saying something. I can't remember what it was now, but I kept messing. Uh, oh, I kept calling. I kept calling Trav Chad. <laughs> <laughs> Or vice versa. I can't right. remember which one it was. Uh, but yeah, so so let's talk about like what it is and why it's interesting. Because uh, we've talked about Top Shot on this show a bunch of times now. Um, this is kind of the new one that feels like like it's early to us. I think you know when we got when I got in at least this is probably three weeks ago now. There was less than a thousand users in the Discord. Uh, active users the last drop there was about a thousand that people that tried for this drop uh now there's twelve thousand people in the discord they're dropping two thousand horses this week so des walk us through a little bit about what uh zed run is and i think honestly looking at those two platforms between top shot and zed i do feel like zed would appeal more to the general uh crypto um holder um and that's because I think Top Shot is very much on the collecting side, right? It's collectibles, very low utility right now. Uh, Zed is all about utility. So how can I take my money and make more money with it um, within the platform? And DGen gambling, which yes, is a lot of crypto. Absolutely, absolutely. So what it is is basically um, the digitalization of horse racing. I mean, it does have... I'm So a little background on me. I grew up in Southern California next to two major, major horse uh, racetracks. And I've been following horse racing for my whole life. Been handicapping since I was seven years old with my dad. It's something I really enjoyed growing up. And they've taken a lot of the ethos of uh, horse racing and digitalized it. And you know, it's funny because you look at horse racing as an industry and it is a very non-profitable industry. I mean, most stables lose a ton of money. Most people are just in it for the entertainment. And we talk about inefficiencies and that's really, you know, where crypto and DeFi has, has been created from is these inefficiencies, um, centralized uh, institutions holding all the keys. This could be, and I mean Zed Run, could be a solution to all the inefficiencies going on with the physical horse racing market. And so they've taken, they've taken horse racing, you know, you can buy horses, there's a marketplace similar to an auction house in real life, but you can, you can buy horses, you can then race them into races that actual have real dollar returns. So you put in, you put in your kind of stake in it, um, you know, say the race is a, a a $50 purse race, you might have to put in $5 and the winner takes home, you know, $30. Now, how so, does the, uh, I have a question on that. Uh, so yeah. how does the, how does the $5? So you put in your $5 to mm -hmm. race. Is mm -hmm. there a $50 gas fee to like put your $5? No. So, well, they've moved, there used to be, and then they've moved the whole platform over. They're moving it to Matic because of what the gas fees were. So they're moving it to layer two solutions. So that's why breeding is down right now because there used to be uh, gas fees for breeding because it was all originally built on Ethereum. So Because on the uh, show, they were kind of hinting at um, gas, uh, gas free, yes. gas -free bre breeding, right? So yeah, when you purchase on the drop this week... Uh, it will still have a gas fee because yeah. you're purchasing an ETH. But like when you 
are now breeding or racing, it's gasless. And are you still using ETH though, or do you have to buy a local, like a, like a, you know, a a, a token that they've created? So you're basically using wrapped ETH on Matic or, okay. or or the Des, the or sorry the Z balance, which is essentially just wrapped ETH. So, so are, like you, you, you for your convert- racing, when you race, oh sorry, your call center. Why don't Whoa. you just take that? Why don't you take it right now? Take it. Oh come on. <laughs> It's my daughter's friend, okay? Oh, I would have loved it. (laughs) I'm pretty sure we can't put her on the show without, like, a parental release. A parental consent. Yeah, that's fine. I forgot your daughter has a landline now. Sorry. I forgot about that. And then I accused you you of it having, like, a 20-foot-long cord because that's what the ringer sounds like. It's 332, so immediately my daughter gets phone calls after school. Right. Uh, I mean, hey, that's the the preteen girl life, right? She calls herself a preteen. She's barely – she's not even eight yet, and she calls herself a preteen. Wow. Like, she's like, technically, I'm a preteen. I mean, <laughs> technically. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that would make you a post-teen. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm a post-teen. <laughs> but uh, so what was I saying? Um, you – oh, so, yeah, you would you would essentially deposit your ETH onto the platform, and it, it's essentially wrapped Ethereum on Matic, okay. right? So um, – but – if you're buying this weekend on the drop, it's you're buying an ETH. Regular so, ETH. No. Yeah. Metamask. You would just need, so yeah, you would, well, yeah, you're buying through Meta, with your I Metamask. think I read it was only MetaMask and Correct. there was no hardware wallet support unless you were using hardware wallet through through MetaMask. That's Correct. Right? Yeah. yeah. There's no wrapped ETH uh, hardware wallet support. Yeah. Right. Correct. Um, Anyway, that might be jumping ahead, but we definitely... I'm just asking questions that I have. <laughs> well, no, I know it's, a, it's a good question because when you, like, that's what happens with these games now. The blockchain games that we're seeing that are built on ETH are merging because of these gas fees, right? Like, or dying or never taking off because they're expensive to use, right? So right. Um, I think that's huge. But anyway, so uh, Des, what what kind of you know on top of what you just said what appeals to you most about this particular game um and how it might be different than some other uh you know like your digital corgis or things of that nature (laughs) yeah i mean there's your pump and dump nfts uh oh man shout out to crypto corgis i don't mean this any disrespect but that was definitely (laughs) a pump and dump for me um and it worked out quite well i mean you flipped some corgis bro i can probably pay a for a horse with the the crypto corgi profit so um you never know that's so, you know, I, you know, I think there are differences. Uh, we didn't even get into the breeding aspect, um, which is honestly where I think most of the money will be made. You know, it's I fun. Totally it's entertaining, agree. super entertaining to join in a race uh, and hopefully win and be with, you know, get in a horse with, you know, your friends and go in and hopefully win something. But honestly, I think just like in the physical world of horse racing, most of the money is done, uh, is made on breeding. And so you have, you have that same ability within Zed Run, and it's all about breeding the right combinations, a little bit of randomization thrown in there. And you can build quite, you know, quite a stable and, and quite a, um, 
from what I've seen, a good return on, on investment in these kind of higher quality tier ponies. So For sure. Uh, I, yeah. I agree with you 100%. And like I've spent, I've, I've raced two of my horses. I own six horses and I've raced two of them and I've raced them, you know, a pretty good amount of times. And I don't have a great win percentage. Like you're not, you're not every horse that you get is going to win. Right. Uh, but that doesn't necessarily mean because of how the game mechanics work that they can't breed very good horses. Right. And so I kind of think of this, you know, and we've seen these breeding games like Crypto Kitties, and Crypto Kitties was wildly popular, and there was a genetic algorithm in Crypto Kitties that, you know, people literally spent so much time trying to figure out to breed these rare kitties, all this stuff. It's very similar here. I think this is actually a breeding game with, like, you know, racing as a reward, right? Like I, that's how I kind of view what my long-term strategy is. And so, you know, when we talk about what the actual breakdown of this game is, why is it attractive to buy these horses on the drops and things like that? Um, Tell us a little bit about that. What, what, you know, there's only a certain amount of these horses that are labeled Genesis horses, correct? Yeah, there's uh, there's 38,000 Genesis horses to ever be released. They will not be releasing anymore. Um, we aren't, co- I think last, I know... After this drop, we'll be at about 11,000 that have been perfect. released. So about Thank a third you. of the way through? Yeah, about a third of the way through. Um, so that's great. And uh, they, basically, the, the, the information is that there's four... Uh, tiers or classes of, of horse bloodlines is what they call it, bloodlines. And there's there's four distinct ones, one being very rare, the second one being rare, you know, third one being less rare, and the fourth one being common. And based on the rarity, there are proportions of those amount of horses. So there are, you know, less super rare horses than there are common horses. So we'll we'll see that play out. And, you know, I think in general, to sum it up, any Genesis horse you buy at this point, you're getting in early, right? If there's a finite amount of resources, we all know this from, from crypto, if there's a finite amount of resources. As soon as those resources start, you know, shoring up and there's not much left, they become extremely valuable. And um, I think that's where we're headed for, plus for the way Genesis. Plus the way the breeding works, right? So like once you can't breed a Genesis horse, you can only... So at some point in the next, I would say six months, all these Genesis horses are going to be sold out. And uh, what will happen then as the platform continues to grow and more people come into the game, the entry fee will either be you're paying... a a big amount, big premium to get a Genesis horse, or you're buying the next level down in which the people who own Genesis horses create, you know what I mean? Like you'll have to buy a bred horse and where does that come from? And you said, uh, you said Genesis horses can't be bred. Can't like, you can't, you can't make, you can't make, I see what you're saying. I see. But you can breed the horse. Okay. Yes. Yes. So, like, if you breed two Genesis horses, it's called a legendary. <laughs> if you, 
There's a floating. Uh, there's a floating hand in my face right now. Floating head, floating <laughs> hand. They, this is not going to be on video, but it's maybe great. this part it's will. Great audio. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, there. So if you breed two Genesis horses together, you get like the next level down. But essentially, for the tier, you're taking what the lowest part of that uh, combination is, right? So right. if you breed. If you breed a Genesis and a Legendary, you get the next level down. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so uh, it's going to make the entry point, like people will either need to buy those Genesis horses for a good amount. And I imagine people will want to, right? Like right. there's value. They're already there. doing that. I right. mean, I just put out, uh, if you follow my Twitter, which is K-R-H-F-T uh, on Twitter, if I posted what people are paying on the secondary market right now for for these Genesis horses, it's insane. For that lowest common quality horse, a unraced Genesis, so you buy a Genesis and you don't race it. Uh, previously, it's cost anywhere from like seventy to a hundred dollars for a horse. It's going to be more than that this drop, I would guarantee you. But realistically, they bought it from somewhere to seventy to a hundred dollars. That on the secondary market is consistently selling for eight to nine hundred dollars which crazy. is just insane <laughs> so we haven't crazy. even run out and they're gonna and they're gonna yet. drop a thousand tomorrow and like they're gonna drop a thousand tomorrow and but i gotta tell you tomorrow's not gonna be easy uh no. to get a horse so if uh they are doing a drop tomorrow it's at if you're listening to this on uh in the u.s or canada there it's gonna be 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific time. They're going to start dropping the horses, and they drop them in the tiers. So the highest uh, priced horses are going to be at five. Then going back to every half hour till 6:30, right? So um, you're going to have a shot. But so check out the platform. It's called Zed, or it's called Zed Run. It's Zed Run is the website. Uh, also, as Des said, check out his Twitter for he the the best thing that. Des does for the community is put out all of these analytics uh, to help you guide your way through Top Shot and now Zed Run and um, Chamber. He's going to pass you in followers like tomorrow. By the way, I'm going to take some credit. We we like we like uh, we scooped our relationship with Des pretty early when he was like. 300 followers i got in early on des we we did see it's all about finding that potential (laughs) and uh i looked today he's over 2000 already to that over 2000 no way yeah so he's gonna pass you and that's gonna make you real salty you better get your analytics game up because that's the content people want not like what kind of horse is goofy or whatever the (laughs) hell you were trying to put out yesterday first of all you're wrong it's not a cow it's i never said it was (laughs) i never said it was um i heard two people having the argument and i'm like oh that's that's a funny argument um so it's not not building your followers exponentially like no 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 not at all and it's super like you you say it's like uh you know you're you're breaking down the data uh and when i say it like that it sounds very you know dense and maybe hard to understand it's very digestible uh yes it yeah. uses very pretty colors which is good for me um <laughs> and it's yeah you you can read it and you understand it extremely easily uh but it's it's it, but it is good it's also very very dense data at the same time so it's it's best of both worlds yeah and it's uh 
It's awesome. So definitely check out his. And did I mention Twitter the pretty colors? Us. Yeah, there's lots of pretty colors. It's so um, nice. I'm in marketing, of, so I have to use. There the you go. Colors. A lot of pastels. Yeah, great. Um, nice to the eyes. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I mean, uh, Chamber, you you buying horses the, tomorrow or what? Hundred um, percent. I have I, in my head. I have a certain amount of money or a certain amount of Ethereum that I have. Double it. <laughs> <Not stuck. laughs> it's such a irresponsible amount that I have ready, and I'm like, I can't spend all of it. Um, I got to tell you right now, there's a chance you won't be able to spend that's, it all. I, that's what I kind of hope happens. Because that's what happened to me on the last drop. I had, you know, I had like two Ethereum that I was ready to like drop on this. I spent like 700 bucks because that was all I was actually able to snag. And uh, then I had to do some side work uh, to acquire the rest of my horses. Um, now, I got a question just in regards to the pricing. Yeah. Is it? Like we were talking uh, earlier, you know, is selling for one hundred and seven or seventy to one hundred dollars. You were saying, I think for the Z tens, um, and you know, the the Z ones were going for, I think like thirteen grand or something like that. Does that sound about yeah, right? Crazy amounts. Um, now, is that that price? Is that a, a USD based price? Yes. Or is that an Ethereum based price? No, it's a USD based price. So, like when you go on the platform tomorrow. It's All not, the if, prices if, will be if Ethereum in goes up in price. No, it's a USD price. Okay, and then, it's not going to affect the price of the which is the different horse. on the secondary market. So Matic, you see an ETH price, like because you set your you set your price in ETH, right? Right. So, right. Um, there is a difference there. Okay. So, like, you know, is your horse that you're putting on the secondary market worth that? Because that fluctuates with the price of ETH, right? Gotcha. But, uh, tomorrow, you will see a dollar amount and it's only going to you know take the eth that that current snapshot is worth right you know what i mean your current amount of eth it works backwards from the dollar amount to the eth yeah correct yeah does that make sense chamber I think he froze. He might be frozen. Unless he's <laughs> in very we, deep thought. I think we broke his brain. <laughs> Unless he's in very deep thought, he is frozen. You know what's great, Des, is you know what's great about this is usually when it's just the two of us, I always get blamed for it. I'm, and and now I can very much tell that it's not me. It's a hundred <laughs> when it's you, it's you. When it's me, it's me. All right. That time was me. Uh, but um, yeah. Oh, so the one thing I do want to say that we didn't touch on yet. So there is a whole other aspect of this. And it is that they're coming out with a token. And that token, uh, ironically, is called DES. And, uh, wow. and so that token is actually. So we were talking about earlier the crossover between what an NFT is and what's you know, what is crypto and all of that, uh, there is actually going to be some kind of DeFi aspect to this, right? With this DES token and owning these Genesis horses is going to get you DES tokens airdrop to you. There's going to be some kind of governance. There's talk of a DAO. There's t and then, you know, you, you're, you might be able to earn your earn DES based on uh, running races or essentially staking and things like that with these horses. So there is a whole DeFi aspect to this on top of you owning the actual asset, which is what I think is fascinating. And then, you know, we didn't even touch on what the 
uh, eventual plans are for the future of this, which is, you know, partnerships with gaming companies like Atari, like the plans to put this uh, as like the first digital sport in the metaverse, like big, big things, the potential to have this being gambled on in casinos, like all stuff that's kind of already in the works. But I mean, when you think about where you are right now in what the potential is, it is super early, right? Like, it's almost it's just like a land grab. Like get yourself one of these fucking horses. <laughs> like, I mean, you want to talk about a global sport? Everyone always talks about soccer, even basketball now. And uh, horse racing is extremely global, right? There are multi-million dollar purses happening in Hong Kong almost weekly, if yep. not monthly. Uh, you have massive one million dollar races happening in developing countries like Vanuatu. I mean, seriously, it is extremely global. A lot of the big money uh, is very interested in horse racing. And this is, you know, this is 2.0. So, yeah. Pretty interesting. Chambers, you didn't even know about the Des, did you? For those listening at home uh, that are are wondering if Des has just made up a country, uh, (laughs) I'm with you. We're gonna I was wondering this. who we're gonna research this afterwards. Who had Inuatu on their uh, Rex podcast bingo card today? First country ever featured in Survivor. Really? Oh, there you go. Hey, I'm a big Survivor fan. You and I are kindred spirits, Des. There That's you right. go. Hear that, guys? Totally That's the sound of me getting bumped. Yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, thanks for coming to Rex Podcast, producer Chamber. You did a fantastic job. Let's uh, <laughs> just sign off uh, here, guys. Look, we've been, uh, you know, Chamber and I, we, we've been a ticking time bomb for two and a half years. It's been a, it's just so a keeps the of relationship time. spicy. <laughs> uh, what else you got, Chamber? Um, I'm trying to think if I have any more questions about Zed Run because I'm very nervous. You guys seem to already know what the plan is, and I have I'm ready to buy. All right, so let's let's do I this. have no strategy though. Let's do this. Let's talk about a little strategy because if you hear this before tomorrow, because ideally at we're going to release PM this. Thing. We're going to release this uh, in this 12 evening. minutes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, so you have a we, good 24 hours yes yeah, so you'll have 24 hours before the drop to listen to this um let if you are listening to this before the drop time what what should your strategy be um again the pricing is going to range from anywhere from 150 dollars for that z10 horse all the way up to did you like I changed that this time chamber? I know. Des, I'm going to give you a dollar amount, and you tell me how you would spend that dollar amount. Oh, I got the strategy. All right. I Ooh, okay, I like this game, and I'll I'll see if I have any differing opinions. So we'll say five thousand dollars. Okay, that's a hefty budget. That's a good. That's, that's a good budget. That's, so here's my my. That's more than strategy. most people. That's more than most people will be willing to put into digital okay. resources. All right. It's it's the perfect amount. To to so have a limit, too. to have a limited option of what to do tomorrow. You don't want too many options because then right. you go crazy. So, uh, five thousand dollars. Here's what you're gonna do. You're gonna log on at two p.m. Uh, or a little bit before two p.m. Pacific, and you're gonna look at the Nag- Nagamoto drop. Okay, right. this, these these horses are gonna cost upwards of $10, probably sixteen. $10. Probably sixteen grand for the one Z one. Yes. We don't probably want around ten. 
You, you, you just don't can't afford. You it. don't want them. But what you're going to do because you're smart is you're going to use that to understand how the platform works. So you're going to get in there. You're going to click a horse. You're going to see what is available. You're going to know where to click buy next. You're going to know all this stuff. So that way, when I'm it comes for. to a drop that you can afford, then you'll be ready. So that's what you're going to. I was looking at the pricing. That I is such like, great advice. Because, isn't that great advice? Yes, because the last time there were so many people, and if you go to Discord now, there there's so many new people like, well, what does a drop look like? I feel like I'm at a disadvantage because I don't know where to go. The way they're tiering it this time is you have time to do that. Now, almost like a granted, Yeah, granted, uh, we hope their website can stay functioning. Right. But, and don't fat finger uh, that uh, transaction. Yeah, yeah, if you have that much ETH <laughs> in your wallet, you better make sure you don't. Um, but the scary I, thing I is I don't think it's advice. a losing probability if, if no, you do. But, right, right. But, but please don't fat finger 13 grand on a, on a horse you're not prepared to buy. Um, but I, I think that's fantastic advice. All right. So now where are we buying? Where am, yeah. Where am I making my first buy? So now you understand how to buy it, how to quickly buy it from yeah. all the tips I've gotten on discord. You're going to, it's going to be a frenzy, especially when we get down to those lower tiers, you're going to, so next is 30 minutes later, you're going to have a Zabo drop. That's the bloodline. That's what it's called. Zabo. Um, and these ones are going to be affordable. You're going to want to grab the lowest tier possible, I think, if, if you can. Um, so it's, it's a four. four. It's a Z4. Um, that's what, I, that's a, what I was thinking of getting in. Yes. So if you can grab a Z4, do Still it gonna, quickly. That'll probably cost you half your budget. Yeah, like three. Exactly. That's what I was thinking, right around three grand. It'll probably cost exactly. you around half your budget, I would say. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I feel good about that. Uh, Go go in. Uh, do not spend so much time looking at the color, looking at whether it's a Colt or a Philly. Fire. Just buy it as quickly. You see a Z4, you attack it, oh. you go get it. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. Um, I will say uh, from the last drop, if you see an error that says calculating gas and it just keeps spinning, it means somebody's already purchased it. So move, move on, move on, like go find, go find another one. Because I, I, that was part of the reason that I only got one last time because I didn't realize that. And then later on in the discord, it was, it meant it was already sold. Do you right? know how much so, gold we're giving out right now? I mean, just, honestly, just giving out the honestly, money to everybody. Yeah, honestly, take the money, people. <laughs> <laughs> not, 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 not for nothing, but that's some valuable stuff. If you know how to navigate the site tomorrow, you're beating half the people. You know what I mean? That's true. Um, true. And so I, I totally agree with you there. It, don't spend time looking for the name because I did that last time too. Because Are by they anything, already named? So the Genesis horses are already named. Oh, I didn't realize that. Genesis horses are already named. Your anything you breed, you can name yourself. I see. Yeah. So when you name one after me, uh, it means you. I already promised my daughter. I was talking to my daughter about these. I was showing her uh, the other day. I told her I'd I'd name the first one after her. Uh, That's so sweet. Life life ruiner. I was going to say, uh, I was going to say, when you name it College Fund, it's because you spent the entire College Fund on digital horses. Uh, (laughs) All right. So he's got his, he's got himself a Z4. That's what he wanted. Uh, That's uh, like his, because that's where he said he was going, right? What's, what's the next move? 
So if you purchase a Z4 and you got $5,000 budget, you might not be able to afford, depending on pricing, you might not be able to afford the next tier down. So let's say you get that Zabo. Mm -hmm. You're going to look at that pricing for the Finney, which is the next bloodline. Right. But if you can't afford it, then you're just going to go all in on the fourth one and try to scoop up as many Buterins, that fourth tier of bloodline, as possible. And that's going to be say, what, nine and tens? Eight, that's going to be eight nines and tens. Okay, perfect. So my guess would be if you buy a four, you'll be able to afford at least a six if you wanted to go two horses, right, with your right. five thousand dollar budget, and then maybe one buterin if you if you're quick enough if you are able to do that, right? So like if you wanted to spend five thousand dollars on three horses, you a four, a six, and a ten will probably get you there, right? Gotcha. Uh, I think just based on the pricing that I've seen, price that sounds, predictions. That sounds I've good. Seen. Yeah, now, should I get a get four there. and maybe more tens or some nines and tens? So now you're going into some strategy, right? Like uh, some people do say that building an army of tens is the way to go. Now, here's what I'll say about this particular drop there's going to be 1,050 10 or buterins total available, right? And there's going to be well over 2,000 people trying to get these. So it's going to be, in my opinion, play in the high end of the budget, I think, because you want to – there's going to be so many more, so much more volume of people trying for that lower end tier. Right. Would you agree there, Des? Bunch of, did you just drop like the mass, the biggest knowledge bomb known to man for this? <laughs> do you know the number of buterins available? Yes, I do. <laughs> I mean, this there's a thousand, so there's a thousand and fifty buterins of all types. Yes. They only have twenty four hours to consume it. So let's think about it. So think about it. The the that's half the drop is buterins, right? Wow. So. Uh, and and all the new people, they're not going to go spend five thousand dollars on a horse. They're going to want to try to scoop up a couple hundred dollar horses, right? So my strategy is kind of use the top end of my budget and play there, right? Even if it's only one or two, and then right. you know you might get it, like depending on your appetite, you can go buy a buterin on a secondary market afterwards if you want. Um, I would just think I just think if you have a little bit of a budget, you're going to be disappointed if you're just waiting to try to scoop up three or four tens, right? Yeah, right. That makes sense. Because there's just going to be too many people, and I think that's the the problem, right? So now, also, just another piece of strategy, right? After this drop, we said there's going to be maybe ten or sorry, eleven thousand that have been dropped out of the thirty-eight thousand total. However, there's only going to be around 25% of the remaining Z1, Z2, Z3, Z4 left, right? Right. But there's 72% of the entire population left. So what that means to me is now's the time to grab your higher end horse because as these drops get further and further along, the volume of horses they're going to be dropping of this higher end is low it'll they'll be right. gone first and then it'll thin out with the lower end so you might you'll have time to try to scoop buterins later but you may not have time to scoop your z4 later agreed agreed there that, i think that's the spot to stop 
<laughs> I think that's your how, that's your knowledge. If you, you can consume this, if you can consume this before five p.m. tomorrow, I think uh, I'll even you, put out a tweet for people. We have to put this in the Zed Discord. This is serious gold. Yeah, I mean, we'll uh, I will ruin our whole strategy. <laughs> that's, <laughs> maybe not. Maybe on we're Saturday. We're a part of the people, guys. We're a yeah, part of the That is true. Guys. That is true. You know, we're out here delivering the gold. Um, but uh, now I'm going to get blown out of my Z4 by. So, <laughs> but there, there might be I technical think, difficulties in editing. That's what I'm not sure. There might be technical difficulties on the site. We we don't know. Like it's, it's you know, point. there's there's there's. Let's see. Right this second, there are nineteen hundred and fifty three active people. That number online. just keeps going up. Right, Every and there's I only two thousand horses, and that's only uh, what's online right now. And that has no that you have no idea about anybody who's just not maybe Discord savvy. That's just going to try tomorrow. You know what I mean? Like, so it's going to be difficult. Don't be mm -hmm. upset if you didn't get one. There will be more drops. Don't go overpay astronomically. There will be more drops. Like I said. 72% still left to be dropped out of these Genesis horses. Right. Uh, I mean, the hype is real, but don't go be crazy. You know what I mean? Mm. Uh, you're like, I'm going to go drop uh, Zed Grand. You're, I feel like you're, you're saying like, be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I don't think you can get a losing proposition if you just buy one of these horses no matter what and hold it. Like, you know, there's a whole different strategy we can go into on whether you should race the horse or not, depending on what level you end up buying. I think <laughs> if you get, I think if you can snag yourself some lower end, go ahead and race them and learn the game. If you end up spending up, I think you should spend some time learning the game first and uh, not racing them right away. Don't you would you race that Z4? Don't would you, you agree, Des? <laughs> yes, 100%. I mean, the, ultimately, the I think they're played. all. Right. Ultimately, I think they're all meant to be raced, but you need to understand what you're looking for when you're racing and how to exactly. race and all that kind of stuff. Tomorrow's just grab your land. You know what I mean? Like grab your asset and then learn. Right. That's what I think. What I'm do you excited. think, Chamber? I'm excited. So I can tell you. Are we all going to get horses? By the way, I got a Top Shot pack that I didn't open yet. So I didn't even know there was a drop today. I tried to tag you. You did. I just got in late. Uh, I got like yeah, 132. Yeah. It was yeah, brutal. All right. That is going to do it for us. So, Des, thank you so much for coming on. You can find Des on the Mint Condition with us pretty much every week at this point. Um, so, Des, tell the people where to find you again on Twitter and anywhere else you want to be found. Sure. Twitter is simple. It's five letters, K-R-H-F-T. Um, what I will say is if you're going to tune into any Mint Condition show next week is going to be awesome we're going to be doing a live race with our horses for the first time and uh it's going to be an exciting episode so tune in next monday to the main condition sweet so, i forgot about that too you said it you started to talk I'm like hmm, what is, what's happening next week i, I completely forgot about what we were <laughs> racing. I, I even got excited so uh, if i'm getting excited you should absolutely get getting excited so uh, go follow, go follow Des. Give him more followers than Chamber. Give oh. Chamber something to be real. I'll, reluctant, about. I'll reluctantly uh, put his uh, Twitter uh, in the description. He's uh, gonna so. have more. Well, first he's gotta pass me, but that'll happen any day. I only have like. No, that's gonna days. take a while. No, he might pass so. you and me on the same day. 
He probably will. If that's, he passes you in the morning, he'll pass me in the evening. That's exactly that's what we're hoping for. <laughs> we only want but, the best for Des. Uh, that's going to do it for us. Thank you for listening. We want to get this out so you can be prepared for tomorrow if you want to participate in this drop. And until next time, don't get wrecked. And that is financial advice. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. You can help support us by giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and become a wrecked patron by signing up for a monthly tier on Patreon.com. That's Patreon.com forward slash wrecked podcast. Don't get wrecked.